Hey, good evening, K Chapel. Good evening, my brothers and sisters. He keeps on making a way for me. Amen. Can anybody testify to that this evening that God just keeps on making a way for us over and over and over again? God does so much for us and he just keeps on making a way. The altos came through on that. I heard your voices and altos came in strong. No, no shade on the Sopranos. Love the Sopranos. Just altos were doing their thing on that song. That's all. Good evening to you. Hope you all are doing well. Thank God for your presence and your prayers on this evening. Good to see each of you in the room on tonight. Go ahead and uh, share this with your neighbors and your friends. Let them know that you are uh, watching our, our live Bible study session for this Wednesday this week. And uh, we're going to get into the word in just a minute. Who's in the room? Sister Wilson, Sister Brother Wilson. Amen. Uh, Cherie, I believe that was earlier. Amen. Uh, Nancy Roselle, God bless you. Good evening to you. Uh, Sister Williams, God bless you. Good evening to you as well. Sister White, Mandy White. Amen. Keeps on making a way. Shelby Moore, God bless you. What an awesome God he is. Amen. Amen. Good to see all of you tonight. You all keep sharing. Uh, keep tagging your friends. Go ahead and share it. Push that share button on your on your Facebook timeline or however you are watching us. Uh, go ahead and get the word out. If you need to text your friend, let them know. Text your friend. Let them know. Hey, man, come come and watch this with us tonight. Seems like Pastor Buckley's fired up about something. He's got something he want to say. So uh, let's see what it is on tonight. Amen. Linda Butler, God bless you. Good evening. Good evening, everybody. Listen, y'all say good evening to everybody. Welcome, T.A. Say good evening to T.A. He's in the background, always making things happen for us. Good evening to all of you. What an awesome God we serve. Amen. 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 Listen, I want to uh, hopefully I, I pray that I pray that this past uh, Sunday uh, was a great Mother's Day uh, for, for you who uh, were celebrating mothers. Uh, we thank God for our mothers. Thank God for uh, who you are and what you mean to us. Amen. Uh, if your mother has gone on to glory, uh, you ought to thank God for the time that you had her. Amen. And cer certainly give honor uh, to, to the woman uh, that she is or that she was. Amen. Listen, listen, let's go ahead and say a word of prayer and we're going to get into the word on tonight. Father in heaven, we thank you, God, for this day, for this time. Lord, we bless your name for being the good and awesome God that you are. Father, we pray your blessings upon our time right now in your word. We pray that you give us insight and understanding. We pray, Lord, that you um, open our eyes and our ears, that we might uh, hear and see the truth of your word, that it would be planted deep within our hearts. Not only would we see it, hear it, and it be planted in us, but God, we pray that it produce fruit in our lives that we would live by it, live from it as we walk in it. Granted, oh God, we ask it in Jesus' name and for his sake we pray. Amen and amen, amen, amen. God bless you, God bless you. So listen, listen, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna talk to, I wanna talk to some people tonight. Um, I wanna talk to all of you. But I especially want to, to tap some people on the shoulder um, who, who have felt and who possibly feel exhausted. If anybody has ever felt 
tired, overwhelmed, um, tapped out, nothing left. Right? Where your where your tank is just empty. Am I talking to anybody? Can anybody relate to that feeling where 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 you are where where you want to do what it is that you love to do and yet you just feel like you just don't have it in you anymore. And and this could be this could be for work. This could be for relationships. This could be for, um, I don't know, just, just any obligations that you have, things that you've committed yourself to, things that you've committed yourself to doing, but for some reason you are just, yeah, you're overwhelmed. I'm seeing some people are, are saying yes to that. So I'm, I'm not by myself well, you're, and you're not by yourself. We all are in good company because we felt something at some point, that feeling of, I don't know if I have anything left. And even if I want to, right? It's not that I don't want to, it's just that I don't know that it's there anymore. Can, any, can anybody talk to me on that? Yeah, I wanna talk to you tonight. I wanna talk to you tonight that exhaustion that you feel, that being overwhelmed. Yeah, I see you. That being tapped out like you've given, you've given all that you can give, whether it's to that job, to that marriage, to that child, to whatever that obligation is. And you're not, it's not that you're upset with the job or with the person or with the relation is it's not that it's just that yeah you know what i'm talking about right you're the ones i want to talk to tonight where you feel tired and exhausted and i want to talk to you tonight about faith for the tired and the exhausted soul faith for the tired and the exhausted so you might you might want to tag your friends because this I got a feeling the Lord is going to speak to us tonight. Faith for the tired and the exhausted soul. As I begin tonight, I want you to keep in mind that being tired is normal. We all get tired. It's it's part of the human experience. We are not infinite beings. We are finite beings. That means we have a, a limited amount of strength, a limited amount of energy, a limited amount of, of even passion that can run out. So, so being tired, yeah comes with the territory of being human. 
But when when it crosses, and you know where it is, when it crosses that line from tired to exhaustion, right? When it crosses that line from tired to weary, right? From tired to overwhelmed, right? And, and you know what that feels like. You've been there. I mean, we all work through tired. We all have been tired and, and get up and do it another day. We've all been tired of people and get up and put up with them again. But when when it when it crosses that point from tired to just exasperated, right? Or or as Fannie Lou Hamer say, I'm sick and tired, <laughs> right? I'm 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 done, right? What does God have to say to us? In, the, in that in that space, in that space where it's where it's I don't have anything left, or at least I feel like I don't. Right. And here here is here is the good news, y'all. God's God has something for us, even in that space. And not even in, but especially in that space. But we've, you and I, we've got to do our part. You've got to do something different. You've got to approach how you've been approaching life, perhaps from a different vantage point. And we're going to break this down tonight. All right. Y'all ready? So the first thing I want to suggest to you, and it, you, you're probably not going to like to hear, you're probably not going to want to hear this, but I want to suggest to you that if you're going to tackle the issue of being tired and exhausted and overwhelmed, you might have to address the sin. Yeah, you might need to address the sin. Now, I know already I'm probably losing somebody because you're like, Reverend, this ain't a sin issue. This ain't a spiritual matter. This is this is this is emotional fatigue. This is physical exhaustion. None of this has to do with sin. And, and I want to point out to you, perhaps you're overlooking something that's right in front of you. And I want to suggest to you, number one. It might start with addressing the sin of not observing Sabbath. The sin of not observing Sabbath. In other words, it could be that you have not conscientiously and intentionally practiced Sabbath rest. Now, some of you are already saying, Reverend, I observe the Sabbath. I honor the Sabbath. I go to church on the Sabbath. And hear me. Great. I'm glad you do. But folks, that's not all that the Sabbath is. The Sabbath is not just about going to and doing church. And perhaps the tired the overwhelmed, the tapped out, 
the emotional sort of fatigue that you feel is because you've been going to church, but you haven't been practicing Sabbath. Good God, this is about to get good, y'all. You, you've been going to church, but you've not been honoring or practicing Sabbath. So, so let me let me take you back for a minute. Um, back in Genesis, Genesis chapter two. In Genesis chapter two, and you will you will recall when you remember the creation story. Genesis chapter two. You remember the Lord created the world in six days, right? Genesis chapter two begins, verse one, Genesis two and one says, thus the heavens and the earth were finished and all the host of them. And on the, and on the seventh day, God ended his work, which he had made, watch this, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work, which he had made. And God blessed the seventh day, sanctified it, because that in it, he had rested from all his work, which God created and made. I need you to see that. Genesis chapter two, and it was verses one through three. Genesis chapter two, verses one through three. I'm gonna read it one more time. T.A., you got it if you can put it up. Thus the heavens and the earth were finished and all the host of them. And on the seventh day, God ended his work, which he had made, and he rested, rested. He rested on the seventh day from all his work, which he had made. And God blessed the seventh day, sanctified it, because that in it he had rested from all his work, which God created and made. God, and listen, Here's what I need you to know. Here's what I need you to understand. Because the Bible teaches us that God, God, is not, God is not man in the sense that he grows tired and needs rest. The Bible teaches that he, he never sleeps. He never slumbers. Watch, right? He, he watches over us day and night. So, so, so it's not that he, he needs to go to sleep and, and catch up on, on sleep. But I believe that God does this after creation, six days, because he wants to establish a pattern for creation and for mankind. And he shows us the pattern six days after the world is created. And so this idea of Sabbath begins in the very beginning of creation itself, practicing Sabbath. God creates the earth in six days and on the seventh day, he rests. Are you hearing me? On the seventh day, he rests. It's about starting a pattern. Now watch this, watch how this pattern continues. Now you see God taking his rest on the seventh day. Go to Exodus chapter 20, Exodus chapter 20. And you know what's happening in Exodus. This is where uh, Moses is leading the children of Israel out of Egypt. And, and God is giving uh, to Moses uh, the, the Ten Commandments, the law of God, right? Exodus chapter 20, that's the Ten Commandments. If you look at verses 8 through 11 in Exodus chapter 20, 
Look at what it says, Num verse number eight. Remember the, Sab remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days shalt thou labor and do all thy work. But the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. In it thou shalt not do any work, thou nor thy son, nor thy daughter, thy manservant, nor thy maidservant, nor thy cattle, nor thy stranger that is within thy gates. For in six days, the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea and all that is that in them is, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore, the Lord blessed the Sabbath and hallowed it. He blessed the Sabbath day and he hallowed it. Here God gives Moses direct instructions. Keep that up for us, if you don't mind. He gives him direct instructions. He says, listen, remember the Sabbath, that seventh day. Keep it holy. Six days. Work. Do all your work. Do everything you need to do, right? But on the seventh day, the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. In it, don't work. And not only you, but your son, your daughter, your servants, your cattle, strangers in your gates. He says, watch. In other words, and I love this. He says, I want you to observe it. And I want you to be, watch this, I want you to be conscientious about making sure that you help others to observe it also. Now, see, we have made this, we have made this just about religion and church. God establishes this and it's not just about worship, y'all. It's about rest. It's about rest. I need you to hear that. I need you to hear that because, because we make the Sabbath just about church service. And really, it's so much more than that. It is set aside not just as a day to worship and honor God, but it is set aside as a day for you to rest and be replenished. The question is, are you practicing Sabbath rest? Are you practicing Sabbath rest? Hear me, listen to me. Are you practicing Sabbath rest? Here is something, here is something I want you to see, y'all. This is so important that God the, and the number seven, you will see over and over again in scripture. Seven days, seven weeks, seven years, right? And over and over again. Over and over again, God is saying, I need you. I need you to do more. I need you to do more than just the religious thing. I need you to do the stuff that's going to tend to and take care of yourself and your fellow man. And I'm about to show it to you. I'm about to show it to you. So look, go to Deuteronomy chapter 15. Deuteronomy chapter 15. Deuteronomy chapter 15. 
Deuteronomy chapter 15. Deuteronomy 15 says, All right, Deuteronomy 15, uh, look at 15 and 1. Watch this, look at it. At the end of every seven years, thou shalt make a release. And this is the manner of the release. Every creditor that lendeth aught unto his neighbor shall release it. He shall not exact it of his neighbor or of his brother, because it is called the Lord's release watch this y'all every seven years and i told you there's something about this number seven and sabbath and it's not just about worship but it's about relationship it's about restoration it's about release right and god's god gives us god gives us a pattern for how we should live our lives how we should organize life such that there is a rhythm to it a rhythm that allows for restoration, a rhythm that allows for replenishing, a rhythm that allows for recovery, a rhythm that allows for release. And right here, what God says is, I'm gonna give you a system, watch this, where if you follow it every seven years, debt is canceled. What? <laughs> yeah, every seven years, See, if we were doing this God's way, we were really, you know, practicing Sabbath the way the way that God intends and, and really, really following this word in a way that says, okay, how do I live in the rhythm of restoration? How do I live in the rhythm of recovery and replenishing? Every seven days, rest. Here it is, every seven years, release. A release from debt, a release from if 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 there's a creditor who 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 owe you owe a creditor, that creditor was supposed to release that debt after seven years. Right? I mean, it's 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 a mate, and, and I listen, don't get me wrong, I know our world is so vastly different from everything that you're we're looking at right now. I, I know there's no creditor that after seven years is just gonna say, uh, I, I forgive your debt, or at least not any I know. If you know of some, let me know. But the point being, the point being that God's word creates a rhythm that would keep us from being overwhelmed. God's word creates a rhythm that would keep us from being overtaxed, being exhausted. God's word gives us a rhythm. And, and we may not be able to, we may not be able to, because life is what it is right now, we may not be able to follow this just like it is. But the question is, how can I begin to employ some of what God's principles are, how can I be, begin to incorporate some of that into my life, right? 
And so if I have, if I have a, a, a nine to five, right? But then that's not my only job, but I've got a, I've got a, uh, when I get off of that, I, I work another shift, right? And, and so I, I'm, I'm working, you know, I'm, I'm working here and there and I'm not doing it because I want to, I'm doing it because I have to, right? So how do, how do I, how do I start practicing Sabbath rest? And I'm not saying that it's easy, y'all. Believe me, I'm not saying it's easy. What I am saying to you is, is that when we step back for a moment and look at the decisions that that we make, because some of some of it, some of it we can't get around, right? If I gotta work, I gotta work, right? And I if I if I gotta put the hours in to 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 fulfill these obligations, I have to do that. But some of us are not in that space. Some of you are not in that space, and you choose to do that, not because of obligations that you have to meet, but because of obligations that you have created that you don't necessarily have to have. What are you saying, preacher? I'm saying. Some of us are exhausted because we're trying to keep up with other folk. I know you ain't gonna like me right now. Some of us are exhausted and overwhelmed because we're trying to live a lifestyle that's beyond what we can comfortably do and do so without being overwhelmed and overtaxed. Y'all mad with me tonight, boy. Let me see. Okay, so 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 the question is: the question is, have I made some? Have I made some decisions? Have I put myself in some positions where now I have to take more hours in order to cancel some debts that I took on that I really didn't have to take on? Why? Because I was living beyond my means. I was trying to do something. I was trying to impress somebody else. Or I was trying to keep up with somebody else. I was trying to, you know, do more than what I could comfortably do. I do believe this, y'all, and hear me, hear my heart. I do believe that a lot of us, a lot of us are trying to live beyond what we can do within the parameters that allow us to be as productive and as at peace as we could be. Let me say it this way. Some of us are burning the candle at both ends simply because we're trying to have a bigger, we're trying to be a big baller, right? We, we, we're trying to have it all. We, we're trying to do this, this, that, and the other. And perhaps you need to start thinking about downsizing your lifestyle. Mm. Yeah, y'all ain't gonna like the preacher tonight. Perhaps some of the exhaustion has to do with trying to out live and and out 
perform and outperform someone else or outproduce, you know, and and we're looking at media and we're looking at this, that, and the other that tells us that we have to have this to to feel good about ourselves. We have to have this to 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 be successful. We have to live in this kind of house or drive this kind of car or wear these kind of clothes. And and we're doing and we're caught in this cycle of trying to be this. And so now now I'm working more because I'm trying to do stuff that honestly, let me look at this and decide, do I really need to do this? Do I really have to have this? Do I have to drive this kind of car? Do I have to live in this size house? See, see, this is this is this is not what a lot of us want to hear because because we want to hear we want to hear the God we want to hear about the God who prospers us and the God who's gonna who's gonna uh, give us increase and more abundant, right? And 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 He is that God, but He is also a God who says who says to us, hey. It's okay to downsize because in downsizing, watch this, you can extend and preserve your life. In downside, I look like I'm losing folk. In downsizing, you might be able to extend your life. Do you hear what I'm saying? It, does, does anybody hear what I'm saying? All right. So, 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 so that was Deuteronomy. So Deuteronomy was about canceling debt. Go to Leviticus, Leviticus chapter 25, Leviticus chapter 25. Yeah, Paula T, Paula T says, stop trying to keep up with the Joneses. Absolutely. The Joneses, the Smiths and everybody else. <laughs> yeah. Um, Leviticus chapter 25. Look at, look at what Leviticus says. Go back to Leviticus. Leviticus is just before Numbers, which is before Deuteronomy. Leviticus 25. Leviticus 25, verse 1. Watch this, y'all. Again, this number 7. Watch this, number 7. And Lord spake unto Moses in Mount Sinai, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, and say unto them, When you come into the land which I give you, then shall, you, shall the land keep a Sabbath unto the Lord. The land shall keep a Sabbath unto the Lord. You see what I'm saying? Sabbath is not just about you worshiping God, right? Sabbath, Sabbath is rest and the land, right? Then shall the land keep a Sabbath unto the Lord. Verse three, six years thou shalt sow thy fields and six years thou shalt prune thy vineyard and gathering the fruit thereof, but in the seventh year shall be a Sabbath of rest unto the unto the land, a Sabbath for the Lord. Thou shalt neither sow thy field nor prune thy vineyard. That which groweth of its own accord of thy harvest, thou shalt not reap, neither gather the grapes of thine of thy vine undressed, for it is a year of rest unto the Lord. And the Sabbath of the land shall be meat for you, for thee and for thy servant. And for thy maid, and for thy hired servant, and for thy stranger that sojourneth there, and for thy cattle, and for the beast that are in the land, shall all the increase thereof be thereof be meat. And thou shalt number seven Sabbaths. Watch this. Thou shalt number seven Sabbaths of years 
unto thee seven times seven years, and the space of seven Sabbaths of years shall be unto thee forty and nine years. Now watch this. So first of all, first of all, seven years, he says, after six years of, of, of planting, six years of produce, six years of harvest, six years of work, God, again, it's rhythm. He says, what I want you to do is let the land rest. Let the land rest. Wait a minute, God, what you mean let the land rest? I live off of the land. No, and that's the problem. That's the problem right there. You thought you lived off of the land, and God says, no, you're living off of me. I make the land produce. You thought you were living off of your labor in the land. And he says, I want you, he says, what I want you to do is focus on the fact that your supply comes from the Lord of the land. Did you hear me? That your supply comes from the Lord of the land. And you've been, watch this, you've gotten it mixed up and you've started idolizing the land and you've forgotten that it's the Lord who makes the land produce. Did you hear me? Yeah. And so, and so what God says is, I need you. And again, this is about refocus, y'all. This is about, this is spiritual refocus. What I'm suggesting to you is, is that a Sabbath, practicing Sabbath, is a time for you to refocus, to recognize and remember where your help, where your strength, where your supply, where all of it comes from. The Lord is my light and my salvation. I've been working at this job and I've been thinking that it's the job that supply me. I need I need to start practicing a Sabbath, a time that when I unplug, a time a time of rest, a time of spiritual reflection, a time of spiritual refocus, a time of spiritual renewal and restoration. Now, it may not it may not be a whole day. I get it. You may not get a whole day. What I'm suggesting to you is what can you set aside now? What you what can you begin right now setting aside saying, Lord, if I can't, if if I don't see the day, I do see this time. And 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 I need to I need to stop, I need to stop running at both ends and and use this dedicated time, this dedicated time may not be on a Sunday, may not be on a Saturday, but this time when I'm not working, and this time, this is going to be my Sabbath. And watch this, and we're going to talk about what to do on your Sabbath. Listen to what I said. I said your Sabbath, because Jesus said the same thing when he said, when he said, man was not made for the Sabbath, but Sabbath was made for man. So how do you spend your Sabbath? 
How do you practice Sabbath rest? How do you how do you get to the place where you start refocusing spiritually, reconnecting, restoring? He restoreth my soul, right? So that you are not exhausted. You need a Sabbath. You need a Sabbath. So watch this. Oh, wait, wait, wait. So watch this, y'all. Watch this. Go back to Leviticus. Leviticus 25. So, so every seven years, remember he said every seven years, I want you not to plant the land. Let the land rest, right? And 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 whatever, whatever the land produces, uh, then then you can eat that, right? But but don't plant anything. All right, live off of what live off of whatever the 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 land gives because whatever the land gives, I need you to know what God is saying is I need you to know that I will supply your need according to my riches, and that's and y'all that took faith. Don't you understand? For an agricultural society, they they depended on the produce for these people to say for a whole year. We're not going to plant anything. Do you understand how much faith that took? Are you hearing me? Do you understand how much faith that took to say, I'm not? See, and this is this is when this is this is the place where I believe when faith gets real, we're okay with faith as long as it's not uncomfortable. But when faith causes us to get uncomfortable. That's when we want to start looking for easy ways out. Do you understand how much faith it took for these people not to plant their fields and just decide the Lord will make a way somehow? See? It's the, watch this. It's the same amount of faith it would take for you to say to your employer when they ask you to pull a double on your Sabbath. And it's a choice, right? Watch this. It's a choice. I could use that money or I could use that overtime. I got bills to pay. But will you say and will you recognize that the God who gave me the job in the first place is the God who will supply my need when I observe the Sabbath and keep it holy? See, we want this thing to be comfortable. We want to have our cake and eat it too, literally, right? Yeah, but there, there are some times when you got to say, you know what? I appreciate you calling me. I appreciate you offering the overtime. It would help, but this is my Sabbath. This is this is this is my day for me and the Lord. This is my day for me and my family. This is my day for me. Come on, somebody. And that's a that can be a difficult choice. When time and a half is looking you in the face, that can be a difficult choice. I wish y'all would talk to me. But that's also the time 
when faith, when your faith is being tested, will you, will you acknowledge and will you decide, you know what? The Lord who gave me this job, the Lord who gave me this job is the Lord who will see about my needs. The Lord who will tend to my needs. All right. All right. So here's Leviticus 25, Leviticus 25. Look at verse beginning at verse eight again. And thou shalt number seven Sabbaths of years unto thee, seven times seven years. And the space of seven Sabbaths of years shall be unto thee forty and nine years. Here it is. Then shalt thou cause the trumpet of the Jubilee to sound on the tenth day of the seventh month. In the day of atonement shall thou make the trumpet sound throughout all the land. Ye shall hallow the fiftieth year and proclaim liberty throughout all the land unto all the inhabitants thereof. It shall be a jubilee unto you, and ye shall return every man unto his possession, and ye shall return every man unto his family. A jubilee shall that fiftieth year be unto you. Ye shall not sow, neither reap that which groweth of itself, uh, nor gather the grapes in it of the vine, vine undressed, for it is the jubilee. It is the jubilee. It shall be holy unto you. Ye shall eat the increase thereof out of the field. I need you to see this. Oh, oh! Look at verse four. Look at verse fourteen. And if thou sell aught unto thy neighbor or buyest aught of thy neighbor's hand, ye shall not oppress one another. You shall not look at that. Oppress one another. I told you the Sabbath is not just about what you're doing with God. It's about how it's about our relationships. It's about how we're relating to each other. And what God set up was a system whereby every 49th year, what God said was, I want you to watch this reset. This is the year of resetting. And basically what he says is if 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 a person was uh, was in dire straits and had to sell his or her property in the year of Jubilee, guess what? It's a reset. And every piece of property that was sold is returned to that family. So at most, if you bought someone's property, you basically had a 50 year lease on it. Because a 49 year lease on it, because in that 50th year, it's reset or returned to that family's own to that owner, the, the owner of the family. Why, why would God do that? Why? Because what God is saying is, I want everybody, I don't want anybody to get watch this to get caught in a cycle of poverty. It's a reset. I'm giving everybody another chance to get out of being oppressed. Good God. Can you imagine if our world actually practiced, if people actually practiced where it's not just accumulation year after year after year and I get more and more and more and, and, and so the, the wealthy get more wealthy and the poor get poorer? But no, every 50 years, a reset and people get their assets back and they can plan better and use better. Good. Are you hearing me? So all I'm saying to you is God has a plan for restoration. It's a rhythm for how not to get 
exhausted, overwhelmed, or in a cycle of oppression. And it begins by practicing Sabbath. Practicing Sabbath. Is, it, is anybody hearing me today? Observe the Sabbath. And so we've made observing the Sabbath about worship. We made observing the Sabbath about getting to church. And all of that is true. But observing the Sabbath is about so much more, y'all. It's about, watch this. It's about you and your emotional health. It's about you and your mental well-being. It's about you and your family dynamics and relationships. It's about you and how you relate to your neighbor. It's about you and your community. It's not just about getting to church. Which is why, <coughs> which is why the religious people had such a problem with Jesus. Remember, um, one day his disciples, his disciples were um, in the fields picking corn and it was the Sabbath, right? It was a Sabbath day and his disciples were in the fields picking corn. And the religious leaders, the scribes and Pharisees came to Jesus and said, don't you get, get your disciples out of the fields. Don't they know it's the Sabbath? There's not supposed to be any work on the Sabbath. And Jesus responded to them saying, hey, The Sabbath is not for man. Man is not for the Sabbath, but the Sabbath is made for man. And so, and so if there is need, if there is need on that day, you don't, you don't ignore need talking about, you know, I can't do that because it's the Sabbath. No, what, 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 what Jesus shows is, it is about us. It's about our relationships. And so if if my neighbor needs something, and it's the Sabbath, but I can do that, then guess what? I'm not bound to, to watch this, to religiously rest. Because at that point, it's not about, it's not about rest. That's just about being religious. And Jesus said, nope, you're missing the whole point of the Sabbath. Sabbath is not about religion. Sabbath is about relationship. The Sabbath is about is about is about personal rest and restoration. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um Look at this y'all. Go to Exodus 34. Exodus 34 verse 1. Apparently I'm not going to get very far tonight on this lesson. We're going to we're just going to stick with the Sabbath tonight. Um, Exodus 34 verse 21 says, you shall work six days, but on the seventh day you shall rest. Even during plowing time and harvest, you shall rest. That's Exodus 34 and 21. Even during plowing time, verse, uh, yeah, 21. Six days thou shall work, but on the seventh day thou shall rest. In earning, in earing time and in harvest time, it says, or in plowing time and in harvest time, you shall rest. I love that verse because here's what, here's what, here's what, watch this, y'all. Keep that up. I need somebody to see that. I need somebody to see this right here. In plowing time and in harvest time, what God says is, 
you still should rest. Which means even in your busy season, that that's not an excuse for you to neglect practicing Sabbath rest. It's right there. He says, even, even in planting and in harvest time, it's, it is important that you observe the Sabbath. That's how important your rest is to God. That he says, even in your busy season, even in your busy time, even when you got deadlines. See, we want it convenient. I know, I know, I know you don't want to hear this, but this, this is, this is where, this is where it says, listen, if you're going to take care of yourself, if you're going to manage life to such a way that, um, that, that, that you will extend your life and you will uh, have have recovery and restoration that you even in the busy season have to set up some 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 guidelines uh, some posts some markers some margins to create rest time rest time I was um, I was, I was getting some work done to my house recently. And the guy who was doing the work, he came by on a Saturday. And um, he, had, he had finished part of it. And, and he wanted to come by Sunday to finish the rest. And he said, well, yeah, I'll, I'll come by tomorrow and finish the rest. And I he must have, he must have, I don't know. I don't know if I looked some kind of way or what. I'm not sure what it was. But he but after he said that, he looked at me and said, if that's okay. And I said, well, actually, you know, I'd rather, I'd rather you not. I was like, because, you know, that is, that is, that is the day that I observe as, as a, as a holy day, right? A Sabbath. But I also don't want to be in a position where I'm keeping someone else from observing or having the ability to be restored. Keeping someone else from the ability to, to connecting with their families, to having time for their relationships, right? Whatever that is, that, 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 and that's why the word says that, listen, don't don't just be concerned about you, but be concerned about your son, your daughter, your maidservant, your manservant, right? All everybody else that it's not just about you practicing Sabbath, but it's about you making sure that those who are connected to you also have the opportunity to observe as well. Um, what I'm going to do is what I'm going to do is I'm going to stop there for tonight. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to finish this lesson. I'm going to finish this lesson on next week. Next week is going to be our last, our last week for Bible study, y'all. Uh, we're going to take, we're going to take a break, <laughs> right? We're going to take a break uh, and and get get some rest. Um, so next week we will uh, finish this lesson, and we'll get some rest for a little bit, and uh, 
uh, we'll, we'll, we'll send out an announcement to let you know when we will restart. Uh, but um, let's see. I'm, I'm reading one night. Can let's see? Da, 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 da. I thought I saw something about some condolences. Who did I see? Okay. That's Anita Shaw. Continue to pray for me and my family as we travel to Memphis to see Barry. My loved ones do want to raise pass away. And I, oh, wow. Okay. Oh, wow. 18 years old, student at Tennessee State. Anita, you have my prayers. Sister Shaw, you have our prayers. We're praying for you now. We're praying for you now. God bless you. We will be praying for your travel as well. Amen. We'll be praying for your travel as well. Um, one night, can you do a series for those of us uh, that want to be married? Absolutely. Absolutely. Why it's not okay. I, I don't know who that is, but whoever why it's not okay is. Yeah, I'd be glad to. Um, be glad to do that. Thank you. Thank you for the uh, for the suggestion. Um, so listen, yeah, next week we will uh, we will finish this and then we will uh, take a little take a little Sabbath, a little a little sabbatical, you might say, at least from uh, from um, from Bible study for a moment. And, um, you know, it, it, it's interesting. It's interesting. I was I was studying for this and um, preparing for this tonight. And it dawned on me as I was preparing for this um, that this is uh, Lucretia and my 14th year uh, here at K. And it and it hit me. I think it hit me when I was reading the passage about every seven years, every seven years into that uh uh every seven year year using a or or having a a sabbath um i don't know it 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 really it really just it really just hit me uh i was in a, in another place and that thing just just it spoke to me i'll say that so we're definitely going to um take some time um uh from bible study and um I don't know. We 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 may we may take a little break uh, some at some point during the year. Um, we'll 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 see. I need to talk with our our leadership about that and um, uh, see what the Lord says on that. All right. So if we do, uh, I know I know we will we will do it in a way that 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 God's word and God's people uh, will be blessed. Amen. Pray for uh, Santina. Yes, I got your text message. Thank you, Sister Owens. Pray for Santino Powell Mitchell. Her father passed away. God bless you. Thank you for that. Uh, praying for the Wilson family. God bless you doing that. Also, let's uh, be in prayer for um, the Fern Anderson family. Uh, be in prayer for her. Um, also, um, the Ketchens and Moncure family. Uh, please be in prayer for that family as well. Uh, let's see. Sister White is saying, praying for her sister, Dolores White Hospital hospitalized over two weeks ago. Okay, Sister White, God bless you. We will do just that. Uh, certainly keep in prayer uh, the Griffin family, uh, Walter Griffin, uh, who passed away. Um, uh, the funeral was uh, this past week. Um, uh, also the um, Sister Polly's uh, husband, Johnson. Uh, Sister Johnson's uh, husband, we will be praying for her. Uh, Gosh, names are escaping me right now. Sister Moncure, uh, uh, Wilson, 
uh, Griffin, Johnson, uh, Sister Owens, if I'm missing, if I'm missing someone, let me know. Um, feels like I'm missing someone in in terms of bereavements, uh, recent bereavements. But let's keep everyone in, in in our prayers. All right. God bless you. God bless you. Love you all. Listen. Let's also yes, the right family. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. I, by all means, let's keep the right family uh, in our prayers as well. That that's that's who else was on my mind. God bless you. Thank you for that. Um. Let's uh, and let's listen, you all. Let's let's start practicing Sabbath, not just not just coming to church. Right. Because it's more than that. Tell your neighbor the Sabbath is more than the Sabbath is more than service. The Sabbath is more than service. It's restoration. Rest, restoration. Refocus, reconnection. Recollection. Um, it's more than that. All right. Amen. Redmond and Magruder family. Thank you, Sister Owens. God bless. God bless. Amen. All right. All right. Let's pray you all. Thank you so much for your time. Father, we thank you, Lord, for this time tonight in your word, in the study of your word. Thank you, God, that you have given us a roadmap to restoration, that you have given us a pattern for the rhythm, uh, for how to live a life that uh, does not become overwhelming and overtaxing. Lord, we pray that we would begin in our own ways and in our own spaces, making decisions that will honor uh, Sabbath time, keeping Sabbath, uh, that we will start making decisions that allow us to pull back uh, so that uh, perhaps in, 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 in obligations that we've made that, that we can pull back from that will allow us not to be so overwhelmed. Um, choices that we've made that that require us to service debt in a way that keeps us from observing Sabbath. God, we pray that you give us the wisdom to see those decisions and to make adjustments so that the rhythm that you have established for balanced living can take place in our lives. Show us, reveal to us, manifest your wisdom in our lives. Open our eyes that we might see. Now, God, we pray for all who have been called out on this timeline. We lift up the Shaw family to you as they travel. The Anderson family, the Wright family, the Wilson family, the Griffin family, oh God the Moncure family, the Magruder family. Lord, all who are suffering loss right now and dealing with bereavement, you know them by name, you know where they are, and you know the aches and the pains of their hearts. God, right now, we pray for restoration, restore their souls. In Jesus' name, restore their spirits, restore their joy in the name of Jesus. We love you and we adore you. And we ask it that it be done right now. In your son's name we pray, amen and amen. God bless you. We will talk to you again next week. We love you, see you soon.